The views expressed in the podcast you are about to listen to are the opinions of the presenter and the cast. None of us are official representatives of the companies we work for, and we are in no way responsible for what we say. If you are offended or otherwise afflicted by these opinions, please push the unsubscribe button in iTunes and go do something else. This is the Animation Conversation Weekly Podcast for February the 25th, 2010, show number 43. My name is Mohd Nervali. And my name is Will Ashurst. Uh, Erlen is missing today, but we've been lucky to get Yaprak. I don't know how to say your surname, actually. Moralu. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, to go host. So, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm such a... I'm so honoured to be here. <laughs> Thank you for having me among you, people. <laughs> So um, today we're going to look at a uh, closer look at Cats Don't Dance from 1997. Uh, but first, here's this week's news. <laughs> ACP news. Yeah. So uh, last week there was a released uh, trailer for a documentary directed by Don Han, who was producer at Disney. I don't know if he still is. But it's called Waking Sleeping Beauty. And as far as I could figure, it's from uh, the Disney studio in the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, and uh, you, you get to see guys like uh, John Lasseter, Tim Burton working there. And it's, uh, it seems actually quite interesting to see where all these guys kind of started out. And especially since they're behind so many big movies that are out right now. So I don't know what that was kind of my yeah. uh, one piece of news. Um, well, no, some more? Or yeah, do you have anything well, to, to contribute? contribute yeah, to, no, I'm really looking forward to that trailer, uh, to that film. It looks really interesting because... Uh, it's interesting to see Tim Burton and John Lasseter in there, and then they were kicked out, yeah. and uh, and then they went on to form Pixar, of course. But it's uh, it looks really interesting. I think uh, that's Tim one for the animation. Like he's Ten years old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who else is in there? It was Glenn Keane, wasn't it? It was all that yeah. that kind of Aladdin era, wasn't it? And Beauty and the Beast, and uh, what is this? Uh, a DVD? Oh. No, no, it's a film, a documentary. A documentary coming out that will come at the movies. Yeah. What a blessing for us. I hope so, anyway. It won't, come, won't come to the movies to in Norway. In Norway though, but. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll buy it from abroad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, my news this week is, uh, I've got two. Over at Empire Ooh. Magazine, a British publication, they've got an interview with Tom Moore, who's the director of mm. um, The Secret of Curls. And it just explains his story choices and design choices about the whole film. All that, because it's such a surprise this year for the Oscar nomination for Best hey, Animation. Oh, don't say that. You, you know, never know. I have the big pleasure of having uh, Tom as a friend of mine on Facebook. And uh, I was looking at his uh, photo album and he put these pictures of uh, Oscar lunch thingy. And you, he's standing in a in the middle of a pile of people and behind him are uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that was cool. Because he, he came over for Frame by Frame, didn't he, a few years ago? Yes, yes. He was, he's brilliant. I hope, uh, yeah. I really hope they get the Oscar. They really deserve it. Yeah, yeah. He's a really nice guy. So, uh, 
Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, and uh, and in Britain we had the BAFTA Awards on Sunday night, and uh, best animation feature went for Up. Was and the Secret of Tales nominated? No, it was only Up, Mr. Fox, and Coraline. Mm. Oh, okay. So I, I kind of expected Mr. Fox to win with being British and you know Roald Dahl, the connections there. Uh, but, but it's not as no. No, it's not as good a movie as the other two, though. Not even close, I think. Mr. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Unless you I have to know. be a father to understand that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's a, that's only lost and found. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, I thought Mr. Fox would win just because of the British connections, but. Uh, but for, uh, uh, I see that you've written down for the short animation. But were any of the Oscar nomination for best shorts nominated for the Baftas? No, none. It, they were the Gruffalo, which is an adaptation of a children's book, uh, which I think comes out on DVD in March, done by Studio Soy, the German studio. It's really nice. It mixes mixes uh, live action um, sort of sets and uh, and three D animation together. It looks really nice. Okay. And the the Happy Duckling is brilliant. It's just a technical masterpiece. It's like fold out. Uh, uh, pop-up books with this, uh, these characters. Look, look for the trailers online. Mm-hmm. And then uh, The Mother of Many, which won, which I haven't seen yet. Uh, I, I, I don't know really what it's about, but it... Uh, but, but yeah, do there's you, a blog spot of hers and everything, so we'll put the links up. Yeah, do you know if they're available online? Um, we can do a check gruff- anyways, and if we find them, yeah, we can yeah. just post them in the I know, show notes. I know the Gruffalo isn't. Uh, and the Happy Duckling, I ha- I've only seen a trailer of it and uh, online. A Mother of Many, I've only seen a trailer. But uh, but none of those uh, none of those films are Oscar nominated. So interesting, because I think the Oscar nomination shorts are pretty weak this year. Yeah, but the French one is quite gorgeous. Which one? The French. Uh, oh, now I'm gonna. Oh, French roast. Yeah, I just oh, yeah, saw yeah. part of it, and it looks so gorgeous. I'm really looking forward to that one. Ah, it's okay. <laughs> the whole story, you mean? Yeah, well, you've seen it. Yeah, oh. yeah. I haven't seen the whole thing, no. Yes, it's available online. Yes, yes, I, I yeah. saw the beginning. But um, the guy who did that is now an animation supervisor in Paris on uh, Bibo Film. They're doing this uh, Monster in Paris uh, feature film. Oh, and cool. I saw the um, character designs, and they're really gorgeous, and he did them. Oh, cool. nice. Yeah. I look forward to that one, then. Me too, very much. When is it finished, or...? No, no, they still have until summer. It's quite a long way to go. Oh, but it's going to be released next year then? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Christmas? Yeah. I don't know, really. And it won't only be shown in France, probably. <laughs> I guess so, but uh, yeah. it was um, it had to. It, it was supposed to start many months ago, and they were years, in fact. I heard, I heard about this project many years ago, but it just started this year, so they're quite late with the production. Cool. But another production that is coming to its end is... Uh, or it's totally finished already. It's Sylvain Chomet's movie, The Illusionist, The Illusionist, which uh, you can see on YouTube. There's a clip of four minutes, but it's unfortunately dubbed in German, so I don't speak German. I couldn't get most of it. <laughs> but they put footage of the animation, and it really, really looks beautiful. The colors and uh, maybe the character designs are a little like uh, the triplets of Belleville, which... Uh, my it looks s- almost the same. Quite yeah. very much so, yes. But I, I um, as much as I like the style of the Triplet of Belleville, I was very depressed by the story. It was 
it was sad. <laughs> the whole mood was too depressive for me. So I hope this one is better. But this one is actually based on, um, well, Sylvain Chaumet um, based his character on Jacques Tati, who is a French, um, uh, who is a French uh, filmmaker who was uh, born in 1907. And uh, well, wait, I will inspire myself from Wikipedia on this. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, so the illusionist is based on an unproduced Tati script. And uh, it's based on a letter that he wrote to his eldest daughter. And uh, yeah, it looked gorgeous. Yeah, it, um, it kind of looks to me, not to put it down or anything. I mean, the animation is, is great, and, and the but and the colors are actually a bit brighter in this one than in um, the triplets of Belleville. And it's actually quite funny if you go to um, John Kay's blog and read. There, he has a he has an interesting um, piece on color theory, and he writes uh, <laughs> and well. He, he has a really good piece on the triplets of Bellwood. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's definitely worth uh, checking out. Is it positive or uh, no? It, negative? It's it's very negative. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to hear someone because almost all my friends adore the triplets of Belleville, and yeah, if, yeah, I'm not a big fan. I think that there's a sequence in it with the dog, which I really love. It's super <laughs> funny when the yeah. train arrives or passes. If it's, a train just, just, it's ages since I've seen it. And then the, the grenade sequence with the old women and the fishing and the for frogs, frogs is funny. Yeah, but yeah. Apart from that... And I just, think uh, I just love the drawings. I think I just love how much weight there is in the drawings. No, there's and, nothing uh, to say about the technique of the animation. It's just brilliant. No, no. It's yeah, just, yeah. for me, it was uh, the mood. It was way too too heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit strange. <laughs> but this one, I don't know. I'm quite optimistic about this one, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. Looking forward to it. Definitely. Uh, I just want to mention there's um, there's a great there's some great YouTube clips um, posted by Mark McDonald. He's an animation professor. Oh, he's a professional animator over at Disney, and he also is an instructor. Uh, and he's got some great pieces on. Uh, well, it's basically for you, any one of you guys who are into drawing, two D, three D, whatever. Um, but he has some really nice uh, uh, clips, instructional clips about uh, gesture drawing. Which is uh, they're really good and uh, definitely worth checking out. And uh, also over at the LA Times, there's a nice article um, about the new Tintin movie that's coming out, oh. directed by uh, uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, and it's basically the, the, it's it's Avatar, but with uh, with the Tintin uh, look. So it's <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see the final results. There hasn't been any clips available yet, so I'm really three D. Yeah, it's, but it's going to have a flat um, flat render to it. I don't know if I'm ready to see Tintin in uh, 3D. It's going to be like Christmas Carol in oh, 3D. God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's cool that someone's finally doing Tintin um, and, and with a big budget. Because there, there have been early Tintin movies, right? Many. Like for TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, at least it's, it's, a, it's an interesting article and it's... Uh, it's fun to see someone take the the avatar technique in a different direction. Well, yeah, they're going to have to they're going to have to be compared to that, aren't they? Now, so they're going to have to up the game a bit. But I don't know. 
don't know if they had to up the game anyway, but uh, <laughs> but it's a it's a big uh, a big comparison, isn't it, Avatar? So, yeah. Well, it's a completely different visual style, um, and uh, maybe uh, I'm guessing quite a few people are probably going to get put off by the the flat 2D look of it, and it's going to be interesting to see how um, life 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 like it will feel with with a yeah. flat render to it. So, I don't know. When I see the trailer of Astro Boy, I just want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I that looks fun. I got mixed reviews, and and they just uh, didn't they close recently? Didn't we talk about this earlier? Um, the, yeah, they shut the studio down. The studio again, yeah. This is a shame. Yeah. So uh, maybe right. should we move on to the movie review of the week? Yep. So this week's movie was choreographed by Gene Kelly. There's an interesting fact for you, and if you haven't figured out which movie it is, um, here's a clip from the trailer. You can do anything. This spring, Turner Feature Animation introduces you to some new characters you'll love in a story that could only happen in the movies. It's about a cat named Danny. He's got a dream. He's going to Hollywood. Hollywood, where the streets are paved with gold. And he's ready to dance his way to the top. So here's a few facts about Cats Don't Dance for those of you who are not huge fans like some of us. Um, <laughs> Cats Don't Dance came out in 97. Uh, it's an animated musical. Uh, it's, the only it's the only fully animated feature produced by Turner Entertainment's feature animation unit. Um, and it's the directorial debut of former Disney animator Mark Dindal. Um, and as we mentioned, yes, it's choreographed by Gene Kelly, all the dance numbers, and the musical score is written by Randy Newman. And, uh, yeah, the Cat Stone Down was, was Gene Kelly's final film project, actually. So yeah. In fact, a... it dedi it's dedicated to him, the whole movie. Mm. So there you go. And over at Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 67% and 6.5 out of 10. So it's not top scores. Um, so, well, why don't you give us a short recap of uh, Cat's Dog yep. Dance? This is from the back of the DVD cover yet again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the rags to riches story of Danny, a talented cat whose lifelong goal of movie stardom is sidetracked when he discovers only humans get the good roles in Hollywood. On the big screen, animals can bark, meow or moo, but cats don't dance. With the help of his newfound friends, the hilarious hippo Tilly, the lovely but cynical lady cat Sawyer and the adorable penguin, Pudge. Danny vows to break through the species barrier and prove that dreams really can come true. There we go. Don't snore. It's a jam. <laughs> Do you like it, Will? I love it. I love it too. I uh, really adore this movie. It's one of my... uh like, is that, <laughs> No, yeah, yeah I no. suppose it is, because, because when, uh, when I first saw it, it was just full of Disney animation. And uh, you know the, the, the Disney feature animation, which is yeah. which is nice, but it's it's all you saw, and then bang, this suddenly just popped out of nowhere, and and the animation in it is amazing, just with uh, the squash and stretch, and it's there's so many to the limits. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, especially with you know the Dala Dimple's bodyguard. I've forgotten his name. Who? Um, Dala Dimple. Max? You know the oh, big yeah. Max. She Max. He's Dala Dimple. Yeah, she's yeah. brilliant it's, it's oh my god I have a expression sheet of her hanging in front of me at work and it's one of my biggest inspirations <laughs> the oh, extremes yeah, yeah, of her right, face yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. She's and he's just brilliant. The Max with his lip sync, his Max, teeth don't move, yeah. just his lip. Uh, there's so many nice things in this film. I and, think they uh, even have squash and stretch on the on the pupils in the eye. Yeah, I think you yeah, have time I think everything frame through it, but uh, it looks like you should go through some of the dance sequences, like frame by frame. It's so it's, sick uh, what you can come yeah. up with. Yeah, yeah. But that's, it's crazy. That, was, that was the thing for me. I mean, it's the, um, I mean, the story in itself isn't really much of a story, but the, it's the song and dance numbers. But do you are like excellent. musicals, and, generally yeah, speaking? Yeah, I've been to a few and had a good time. No, but the musical uh, movies <laughs> oh, from the movie? 50s. Yes. Movies. Singing in the Rain. Amazing right. movie. Okay. Also with uh, <clears throat> Mr. Mr. Kelly. Anyways, um, and, but the thing, and also the Darley, Darla, Darla? <laughs> Darley Dimple. Darley Dimple. I, she steals the show for, to Darley me. I mean, Dimple. She's, uh, she's yeah, insane. She's well, she is insane, but she, the, the animation, the acting is brilliant. And uh, there's some really great scenes. I mean, there's a lot of great scenes in the movie. And it's kind of, it's more of a scene, scene driven. I mean, there's. There's amazing sequences in the movie, but as a whole, it's it's not really that much that a strong movie. But I, I love it. I mean, there's uh, especially the opening number with uh, Miss Miss Dimple and uh, with uh, what's that, the Archangel. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's brilliant, and uh, I think I love the director uh, when he uh, <laughs> on the set when he uh, uh, they were starting the first take of the the sequence of uh, the way he acts is just brilliant. I love the mammoth. Yeah. He's really yeah. cute. And there's and some really the, funny uh, gags and, and uh, one-liners in it. I think it, if I mean, you uh, want to study classical animation frame by frame in a movie, this is a perfect movie. Because I think so, yeah. It breaks all the boundaries and it's so beautifully animated. And uh, really, maybe expressions are really off-model or whatever you would like to call it, but it works perfectly fine. It's really good. And I just love yeah, the scale, how they push the scale, uh, even though it's ridiculous, it, it's, it's, it works so well. And it just makes uh, the Max, the bodyguard guy <laughs> or the servant or whatever you call him, he, he, yeah, the, 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 the duo, him and uh, Dimple, amazing. Yeah, I think yeah, and Dimple is one of the best uh, movie villains ever, actually. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't you think, have you seen Princess and the Frog yet? Not, no. have you? Have you? Have, uh, I've seen bits, uh, <laughs> but I've noticed there's a character. There's a character in there, uh, the actual princess, the, the white princess. She looks a lot like Darla Dimple. There's more. And, there's, uh, oh, there's a white princess. <gasps> oh my yeah, god! Yeah. But 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 uh, I was looking at the film credits of this last night, and there's Bruce Smith, who was one of the character designers and storyboard artists. Now he's he's now working at Disney, and he was the he was a supervising animator for the evil villain in the new uh, Princess and the Frog film. So I wasn't sure if he maybe took... He may have designed Darla Dimple and, uh, and then went on there. Very possible. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I was just having a look at his history. So he, he worked at Tarzan and yeah. he went straight... Yeah, so he's a, he's a really good animator. So, uh, so I, you I, had I all didn't these know. big shot people working on this movie also, on the Princess and the Frog? Not so many big shot names on here they were more uh uh i don't know really i don't know what to say they seem then they all seem to sort of i was looking at them on the imdb they all seem to drift around studios yeah. but uh they're all really good animators accomplished you know big productions but not they're always jumping from project to project but uh yeah yeah i, th I, th I love it it's a great film and uh what was i, I gonna I, say i, I just 
the one another thing that I actually really love about this is it's it's not trying to be like uh, like a lot of the the Disney movies. It's not really a musical, but it's not really a, a traditional movie in that sense. But this one is an all-out song and dance musical piece. And it's like I, the old Golden Age films, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, and, and it's, it just follows the same. Brilliant. It's um, and also the I love the the, the colors in the movie. Mm. Uh, yeah, the way uh, the, the colors are built and um, the, some of the character designs, I just think are amazing. Uh, especially again, Dimple Max and, and Sawyer uh, is so sexy. Yes, and and the way yeah. the, 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 with the way they've done the hands, like tiny hands, mm. like half the time you can't even see them. And and like Yapike said, like a lot of the times they, they do go off model, but it doesn't really matter because it's just emphasizing the pose. Uh, yeah, and sometimes you feel like the the, the squash and stretchiness is kind of uh, pushed over the, but it, but it really just works because it's 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 a dance movie and and you really want those extremes so it's it works really well, maybe more so than uh, the movie we talked about not so long ago the Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs because I feel there's a, there's some tendencies uh, or similarities in in some of the sequences there. And, and, with, uh, and cats don't dance. So, um. yeah. But if you I like see. musicals, if you like um, dance shows, and if you like animation, then just watch it. <laughs> and if you like cats. No oh, kitties. I, I'm not not a big cats fan, but I like this movie. Well, so you have that's a fish fish, uh, as a sidekick character. <laughs> An old I mean, no, fish. Because <laughs> you know, Mike Dindle did this. He did Emperor's New Groove and Amazing movie. Ch- Chicken Little. Not so and, amazing, uh, but so good. But you can see there's a craziness of Cats Can't Dance is in Chicken Little more than it is in Emperor's New Groove. So, uh, Am I, I the I feel only like one he... who doesn't like the Emperor's New Groove? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. I just like the scene where the kids go, they too did not, they too did not. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. That's your favorite bit. <laughs> and when they actually make, there's so many meta jokes in, in the Emperor's New Groove. Um, like, and the, the movie doesn't take itself seriously at all. And and, um, and they even make fun of the, the story plot not actually uh, being logical. So to me, that's just, it's so funny. Wait. But that film was a complete uh, nightmare, wasn't it? I know, because there was lots of rewrites and he was brought on near the end. And uh, I think it was a real mess production-wise. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It was an interesting, I thought. And then this film as well, Cats Can't Dance, it was was done at the same time as the merger of Warners and Turner. So they didn't really promote it at all, so it got lost. It totally so, got lost, this one. Yeah, yeah, I think it was obviously about 40 million to make, and it made three oh. and a half billion. You're kidding. So, uh, no, yeah. But one when, when, uh, stupid question, uh, The Iron Giant, when did that movie come out? 99, I think. Okay. That one was the that, same. Yeah, that got lost in the sort of turnover yeah. as well. They so, decided uh, to promote it on the internet in a time when the internet was not that much used for this kind of publicity, and they just flopped. <laughs> yeah, when I remember it, while it's the best animated feature film in existence, I think. Iron Giant? Really? Yes. Nah. I think so. It's good. <laughs> I think it's so well animated. I think you already talked about this, right? <laughs> yeah, I agree too, but uh, these guys are so predictable. I mean, uh, then Morton came out with Monsters, Inc. So, uh, I love Monsters, I, Inc. Yeah. Well, it's, 
the Iron Giant is your typical, ooh, uh, Mr. Art School, I want to, this is the movie that I love, everyone likes it. And what? <laughs> Iron yeah. Giant has that impeccable animation uh, yeah, technique. Yeah, well, it's, it's brilliant. And it's uh, by, uh, what's his, oh, I keep forgetting his name, uh, big chubby guy who did a lot of uh, Mr. Incredible uh, character designs um, over at Pixar after Iron Giant. It was oh, one uh, of the three Caballeros. Um, oh, what's his name again? Well, anyways, he, the John guy who animated the sequence where the Iron Giant jumps into the lake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a um, genius. He's, he's insane. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing, like, half the guys listening are no, he knows his name and are just like, oh, you should know yeah. this. But anyways. Let's go very fast. Yeah. Um, but uh, talking about uh, Iron Giant... We should probably then watch it for next week. Um, let's, let's. Can I join? What? Sure. <laughs> but not flushed away. Okay. Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry, I forgot. That was a while. No, we okay. should, yeah, okay. we should we'll do Iron Giant because it has w- more of a... I'm not coming. Yeah, do Iron Giant <laughs> because it's got well. more of a... If you want Yak Bike to be here next week, then... Um... But Alan will be here next week. We're going to be four? Yes, it will be yeah. a foursome. Okay, wonderful. Great. I'll bring the lollies. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys and girls, this is Alan. I'm sorry I couldn't be there tonight, but I wanted to uh, give you my two cents about this movie, Cats Can't Dance. So I listened to uh, what you had to say about the movie, and I must say I kind of agree with uh, Martin on this one. Um, on uh, At least when you, with his um, explanation about why, what he liked and what he didn't like. And this this movie is absolutely absolutely a visual feast for the eye. The animation is so great, and it's a great tribute to uh, the Warner Bros. and all uh, those uh, Tex Avery cartoons and that old style animation. It's really great, and I think Mark Dindle did a great job on on directing it. Unfortunately, it feels like this movie fails on nearly every other level. The soundtrack is just too much. You have this over the top uh, orchestral music playing in the background. And it's really hectic all the time. Uh, and it, the songs, the songs they're singing are really annoying. Uh, except for a couple of uh, songs that I really like. I, I really like the number with the, the girl that's singing. She's an amazing talent. And I think they, they did, did a great job on the villain. But I think the main characters are <laughs> just charmless. They The cats doesn't feel like cats and... The little penguin guy or whatever he is. I can't remember right now. Um, he he is supposed to be some kind of a uh, sidekick, but he never really comes into play in any way. So, yeah, not good. <laughs> and there's really no time to breathe in this movie. You have a couple of sequences near the end where there is some time to breathe, but I, it feels so hectic. And when I was watching it, I... I nearly turned it off a couple of times. I could turn off the sound (laughs) and just look at the amazing animation they did on this movie because it's really a visual feast, as I said. It's it's really amazing. And I think think Gene Kelly did a great job uh, directing the dancing. So um, I should put this on my list. I'm uh, thinking this is slightly less of a film than Aladdin for me. And that's not very far up on my list, unfortunately. So, not my cup of tea. I think they failed on the story. 
So uh, there you go. And I'm looking forward to uh, watch next week's movie, The Iron Giant. See you next week. <laughs> so uh, maybe we should just round up. Um, so Iron Giant next week, not flushed away. Okay. Um, yeah. So please leave us a voicemail on Skype. Our username is Animation Conversation. Remember to visit our swag shop. That's where you find our ACP t-shirts, uh, mugs, and other merchandise. And I stopped doing book reviews because nobody left me any comments. Bastards. <gasps> yep. Send us your tips, feedbacks, or whatever comes to mind at feedback at animationconversation.com. And please read the show notes where we put all the links related to this show. I've got a lot to say this week. Yeah, I mean, you're busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it for this week's Animation Conversation Weekly. Uh, and until next time, have fun. And, and animate. animate. <laughs> that didn't go too badly. <laughs> <laughs>